I got hurt, but help me MD and turn me back into a healthy MC. Welcome to Farms Not Farms Podcast, episode 15. This is a very exciting episode. Denver just voted. The, the, the news is in just now. The vote has been decided. Denver has chosen to decriminalize psilocybin mushrooms. This is huge, historical victory. And this is just really incredible. Definitely listen to the episode where I interviewed Kevin Matthews, the campaign director for the Decriminalized Denver Psilocybin Initiative. It's a great episode. And congratulations to Denver and to Kevin and everyone who worked on the campaign. This is a huge victory for everyone with depression and PTSD and people who want to come off of drugs and, you know, just just really wonderful. Thank you, Denver, for deciding on freedom. And uh, also, special guest on the show today is somebody who is one of the greatest cannabis growers that I know, and he's won a cannabis cup overseas in Amsterdam for growing weed with electricity. I don't really know any other way to put it. And uh, the man is incredible, and he's doing some big things. And uh, his name is Tu, and we're going to welcome him to the show. Tu, what's going on, bro? What's up, Bert? Oh, man, we just decriminalized mushrooms in Denver. That's what's up. I saw that. I think I'm pretty impressed. Yeah, you know, everyone who supports the initiative and promotes it and has a platform to can spread the word. That's the benefit of sharing information. And, of course, Kevin Matthews, who we interviewed uh, a few podcasts ago, uh, has done an incredible job as well. And the whole team, obviously, just really spreading the education about the the benefits of psilocybin and magic mushrooms and, and why we have a need to decriminalize them rather than keeping them illegal and... Uh, you know, I think it's important that the general population understands that it's not just about walking around tripping on mushrooms, you know. There's there's so many other uses for this in terms of depression or drugs with uh, withdrawals um, or, uh, you know, PTSD, which is huge, of course, for so many people. Yeah, I mean, uh, what does this mean, though? Does that mean that people can... Uh possess a small amount or does that mean that they're gonna be able to start doing medical testing maybe i'm not sure what what is i mean decriminalize that means that you're allowed to you can get you have like a quarter bag on you and no one's gonna say anything well they can't sell them in stores and stuff like old school amsterdam right i don't believe that that's gonna happen yet um you know that was a bad idea (sighs) you know i think that it just comes down to whether or not we're going to be able to get ticketed for possession. Yeah, because like it's a felony if you get caught with mushrooms in Colorado, right? Yes, and even and nobody- even even still, sales of uh, mushrooms would still be classified as a felony. But having the so mushrooms... So like you just kind of like, you just come across them in the wild, you're just... Well, it says... It would place into city code the directive that enforcing laws for personal use or possession of psilocybin mushrooms shall be the lowest law enforcement priority in the city and county of Denver. <laughs> so, does that mean you can grow them if it's, you're allowed to have personal use? You know, I imagine so. 
Because, um, like, you know, New Mexico, you can actually uh, grow mushrooms as long as you don't sell them. Perhaps it'll be similar. Obviously, you don't really hear about New Mexico and people on mushrooms all the time, so it must not be uh, out of control. No, like, when I went to Amsterdam the first couple times, man, that was out of control. You could just walk in with a shop that Adam had had, and they just, the mushroom guy, they would come and they'd bring you, like, little, a little cooler, you know? And it had, like, fresh mushrooms in little boxes, kind of like the herbs at the grocery store. And then they gave you this, like, weird menu of, you know, mental versus, uh, Body. you know, psychedelic effects. And, I don't know, man, I saw a lot of people just come in, did not know what they were doing, and buy, like, the most potent mushrooms and then you just see him wiling out in the streets of Amsterdam later, you know, we would, we would walk around all night, so you would just see these, uh, I guess I was a foreigner there too, so you'd see other foreigners, you know, the people that didn't really speak English, so Adam really didn't know how to, you know, and then they were just buying, like, the most potent ones, and you could buy them all over the place too, it was weird, and then if they dried out, the mushroom delivery guys, they would come around and switch them out to, like, more wet ones, and then they'd go do whatever they did with those dry ones, you know? Because dry, they were illegal over there, only wet. Really? Yeah. They're a little uh, less strong when they're wet, huh? You ever try and eat a giant wet mushroom? I have eaten Uh, a wet mushroom. (laughs) I mean, I enjoy eating, like, uh, you know, edible mushrooms that size, but, like, man, something about that it just doesn't taste the same, you know? (laughs) Yeah, a long time ago in Vermont, I ate some wet mushrooms and... Went down to Lake Champlain and enjoyed watching the water for some time. <laughs> yeah, water's awesome. I think I called one of my family members I hadn't spoken to in 10 years, and I was just like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Never believe what I ate. Yeah. No, I don't think I went into that. But uh, just shared some love. <laughs> so it passed, like, by uh, a one-point difference, basically. Like, it was somewhere, like, it was 49.5 to, like, uh uh, 50.5. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a it squeaked by. Yeah. That's pretty cool. You know, it, uh, it's just all about education. And, and I, it said that in the last two days leading up to the vote was the biggest voter turnout. So, you know, all the stoners procrastinated and finally voted on mushrooms. <laughs> I wonder what the, I mean, that's Colorado for you. Yeah, that was, that was the joke. Um, yeah. But yeah, most most Colorado people are not stoners, you know, believe it or not, for the people who are listening to this show who aren't in Colorado. That's just, you know, there are obviously a significant amount of people in Colorado who enjoy cannabis. Though, when you walk around, most people are not smoking in public. Most people are not even really high. And it's just a normal place, you know. You can't, you don't know if those people are high walking around. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell don't, hey, listen, don't Thank you for calling me out on that Yeah, like, oh, they're not even high Like, I'm high everywhere I go So therefore, <laughs> I at least default that, you know Like, lots of people in Denver are smoking weed There's a lot of young uh, You know, there's a lot of young people up there mm. It's kind of cool It's also kind of annoying <laughs> There's also a lot of young people doing great things, you know Yeah uh, Have you heard of uh, Chateska? The... Native American indigenous uh, rapper who rolls with Nako and Medicine for the People and Trevor Hall. Have you heard of him? No, that's your posse, though. Yeah, no. Bro, they are suing the federal government 
And yeah, there's a lot of there's just a lot of youth that are really woke. There's obviously a lot of youth that are paying attention to trap music and <laughs> dumbed down stuff that, you know, just straight up glorifying and instant gratification. And though, you know, that's the balance of the world. And so I'm just really enjoying the fact that mushrooms are becoming a topic uh, of conversation because it helps potentiate cell communication and helps us, I, I believe, get smarter, you know, be smarter. What do you think about that? So- uh, not, I mean, yeah. Th- well, not maybe. Okay, so psilocybin mushrooms definitely have a uh, one hell of a uh, effect on like the human brain. You know, like rewires while you're on them. Basically, like uh, if you ever listen to Paul Stamets on Joe Rogan, he talks about uh, uh, how he used to stutter all the time, uh-huh. and then he ate like a like twenty five grams of mushrooms and climbed up a tree in Ohio on the top of a hill while the uh, he tells the story better, obviously. Uh, well, this big storm came in, and he was like a big stutter, you know? So he was like, if I live through this storm and I get down on this tree, I'm not going to stutter anymore. And sure enough, man, like, he hasn't stuttered since. It's pretty amazing. Like, you can rebuild neural pathways and stuff with him. But you can do that with a good amount of, uh, you know, all those, um, like, turkey tail and uh, yeah. lion's mane and all that. Yeah. Like, that sounds real good for you. Indeed. Yeah, just more cell, more cell communication in different ways, you know. Yeah, I mean, you when you're growing cannabis, yeah, um, you work with the soil fungus, don't you? Yeah, totally, hundred percent. Talk a the little bit about that. Mycelium web, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. So you 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 grow pretty much organic. Yeah. No, a hundred. 10, 20 percent. You know what I mean. And that means that you're paying attention to the health and well-being of your soil. In yeah, order it's gotta to be, man. You know, a- it's not just chemicals and stuff anymore. You know, you like because if you want that good herb, you gotta really, you know, like you gotta start mixing up. You gotta make ferments, and you gotta come at it with good fungus, and you gotta, you know, like bokashi and uh, and uh, what do you call it, kombucha and stuff. So how do you use, what, what applications do you use them in? Which one? I mean... So I water with Bokashi, uh, I use the Bokashi on the top, it's like a grain, you know, like a fermented grain. Okay. With uh, like, you know, EM1, which are essential microbial pack, you know. Yeah, we and spoke then, about uh, that with Alan in the, in the probiotics, uh, grow, growing probiotics uh, episode, but yeah. Yeah, so it's like, it's fermented... Yeah, just like his Grokashi kind of thing, but mine's a little more wet. And then uh, uh, the kombucha I use in the water sometimes, maybe to bring down the pH or just to give it like a nice, there's a lot of like uh, phenols, and like all kinds of polyphenols, like all kinds of weird things going on in there. Oh, my dog stinks. Um, and then, uh, thanks, Doge. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I mean, of course, like Rich Frambessa built the soil with a lot of, uh, fungus you know uh, like root fungus and stuff like that plus a bunch of bacteria in it so i mean and you can't you know you just got to take care of the whole thing make sure your soil's healthy and everything else is awesome do you make like your own, do you make your own bokashi um i got some from a friend i got like a, a barrel of it so i mean i i've made uh what do you call that labs before with yeah. the milk and the lactobacillus yeah but now I noticed, like, so I also brew beer, or I was. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
What's up, Jeremy? Hey, so your thing comes out tomorrow. I don't know what to do. Can we get something done tomorrow morning or something? It's all love. I'm actually, um, I'm literally in the middle of an interview right now with two, and I just merged the calls. <laughs> what up? <laughs> Jeremy. Oh, uh, Silva? Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Are you there, Jeremy? I'm good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Just been so busy and getting better. Yeah, farm's looking good. Dude, I can't wait to have all that fresh veggies. Is that what you're doing, vegetables up there? Yeah, I'm actually popping some of your seeds that you sent me, uh, some of your CBD crosses that you sent out. Oh, no. I might put, like, one big-ass one on the farm just to show off, but um, probably not want to attract people there besides the veggies, so. (laughs) Right on. Well, listen, man, veggies are probably worth more than CBD anyway, so it's probably a good thing. Yeah, that's what I'm showing people how to do is just make a whole, you know, make it on small scale. Do you got veggie seeds up there? Yeah, we got a a local producer, but we're just using Johnny's for some of the stuff that we're we're copying. This guy's model called Never Sink Farm. His name's Connor out of, like, New York. And so he shows how to make a real profitable small farm. So we're just copying those seeds until next year when we make up, like, which ones we want to grow instead. Oh, I actually just need vegetable seeds down here. I was seeing if you had any in the store. Oh, yeah, we got a ton in the store. And they're all at high altitude grown in Colorado, so I think they're really That's... good. All right, man, I'll check that out. So uh, you yeah. sell Why vegetable you... seeds at buildthesoil.com? Yeah. Yeah, they're <laughs> organically made, too, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Laura, the girl that makes them, is super into organic, non-GMO, everything. And, awesome. And um, you've got a killer seed farm, so... Well, nice. you heard it here first. Yeah. If you want your organic vegetable seeds, get it at buildthesoil.com, and they'll ship right to yeah. you anywhere uh, in the country. I mean, you don't get any closer to the source than that. <laughs> oh. Right well, on. Well, I'm going to be dropping out here soon because we're on the back road, but I just wanted to holler at the... Yeah. Look- right, well, hey, I'll hit you up in the next couple of days, too, Jeremy. Sounds good. All right, good, man. I've been really wanting to catch up with you. Uh, I think we lost him. Salute. All right. So, um, yeah, man. That's a nice little surprise buzz in from Jeremy from Build the Soil. We're going to do an episode with Jeremy, I believe, uh, next week. So tune in for that one. Build the Soil is, of course, Farms Not Farms podcast sponsor. And uh, buildthesoil.com is the Internet's leading source for organic soil amendments. And, of course, as you heard, vegetable seeds and so much more. They have so many different products there. They also have the Farms Not Farms hemp T-shirts. Shout out to Hoodlam and THTC. These are certified, pesticide-free, and uh, they're Farms Not Farms hemp T-shirts. Go check it out at buildthesoil.com. And, uh, yeah, so, too, back to uh, our regularly scheduled program. I want you, 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 just, you just spoke about be, uh, being on mushrooms in Amsterdam. I want, I want to talk to you a little bit about Amsterdam because you basically go down in history as doing one of the coolest things that I know of in, uh, on planet Earth, and that is gro- growing, in fact, winning a cannabis cup by growing herb with electricity, right? Yeah. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about that. It worked really well. Uh, I got to get back into that, man. That would just put the icing on the cake. That's some super freak shit right there, you know? I don't even curse in this show. It just worked, man. They were growing awesome. I learned that. I'm a lot of these guys today, though. I'm looking at these. I sprayed them a little while ago. It looks like I got pretty good. That that, uh, atomizer, you know, the big hopper one, those things have a lot of air pressure behind them. Yeah. 
Alright, but yeah, man, uh, like that, uh, I mean... Yeah, I saw it on Cheech and Chong in Nice Dreams when the guy under the pool has the lab and he has, you see the electricity and then all the, all the iguanas. Are he's like, I can see a little of the weed and he's walking around going, bigger, big, big butts. You know? <laughs> I thought that was a good movie. I haven't seen that in a while. But yeah, uh, I mean, the thing is, is you're increasing the, I mean, you're electric, you know? I'm electric. Everybody's electric. Everything's electric. Yeah, we're all energy. And uh, by increasing it without, you know, being, uh, what do you want to call that, like, deadly, <laughs> increasing, you know, the electricity. You're kind of breaking up. pop faster. What's that? You, you kind of, you keep breaking up. Oh, I'm sorry. I had to close the thing over here. It's getting cold outside. Is that better? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yes. So yeah, you're right, saying cool. you're saying to elevate the current before. Yeah, in your body, like you know, a lot of people. That's like a Tesla thing, man. A lot of people, well, not a lot. Some people have to push the current through you. I mean, it makes sense, you know. So why not use it on plants, right? My art director was just telling me because we got this machine that is it, it basically mimics alpha waves and which are brain waves, and it has a Tesla coil. And it creates, it emits an energy field within like an eight foot radius. You could even turn on a light bulb in it. And that's what, when you were talking, remember we spoke earlier today and you mentioned the the fundraiser for Barclay. That's what it was for. And I was just talking to my art director and she was like, what if we put it in the room with the plants? And that's basically what you're talking about. Not necessarily mimicking alpha waves, though you ran a current through your plants. Talk Talk a little bit about that. got like digital ballast and a weird goofy electric machine i might not want to introduce those two together if it's if it's enough to light up a light bulb in the air i probably wouldn't be trying to put it around your bulbs and your you know uh so but, yeah forget about the quantum pulse machine let's talk about what you did and how you won the oh, cannabis uh, okay so i had uh you know i had like a nice rack system going on i had my clothes on the top but i tubbed it out with you know pond liner that really thick shit so that uh, it wouldn't leak underneath and get on the lights underneath, you know. So uh, I had a big old heating mat under there because it was kind of in the winter, just trying to get it warm. And the heating mat says, do not immerse in water. And I did because I was watering through them. <laughs> and then, like, the uh, next day, man, I came back in and I was like, damn, dude, these things look just ridiculous. I can't even, I don't even know how to explain that one. Uh so I rubbed my arm across, you know, because you want to play, you want to touch plants. So I decided, you know, I'm going to touch my plants. And they gave me a little shock. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. So I grabbed my, uh, I could, you know, I got some electrical gear. So I grabbed my electrical tester and I would like waved it around inside the little box. And like the plants were giving off uh, electrical field. Wow. So then the next day, Josh, remember that dude, the big, uh, the HVAC guy? Yes. He comes through, and I'm like, dude, let me see your multimeter. You know, I didn't have one at the time. So he, like, busts out the multimeter, and I go, from the tip of the plant to the uh, concrete slab was, like, 60-some volts of electricity running through the plant. <laughs> and then, so I just kept doing it. Um, and the, the heating the heat mass started to go a little work. But the heating mass started to get, like, a, because I don't recommend this. Don't do this at home, kids. Uh <laughs> The heating mat started to like get a little funky, 
and was putting out like almost the exact wattage as the wall, like a hundred plus, you know. And I was like, okay, look, I'm gonna unplug this before I start a fire. So I'm talking to my really good friend back home in Ohio, Dominic. Uh, I'm like, dude, check it out. I got this. I'm like, how do I do, you know, what can I do these tests with? And he's like, we sell these, uh, who's calling me from New York? Uh, they're going to have to wait. I'll call them back. Uh, so they sell these, uh, TENS units. You know what I mean? They sell what? A TENS units. Like a, a TENS unit. It's like a little, it's like a little thing that runs off a nine volt battery and pulls, like if you, if you tear like a ligament or you pull your muscle out of, or, you know, like you get certain. So it's like got the two little pads and you put them across and they make a little lightning between them. Okay. So like, you know, uh, work on like fast twitch muscle rips and like all that stuff. Sure. Uh, or back pain or all that fun stuff. So instead of the pads I took, I made copper rods and I stuffed them in the soil, you know, positive and negative. And that worked really well. But due to the fact that it was like a nine volt current, it was still working, uh, but it wasn't um, pushing it like the wall was. So then... When I get back from Amsterdam after the cup thing, and I gave a speech there, and I don't think people even understood me except for one dude. He was super excited, you know. Uh, so, uh, so you're talking you already back, we, won the cup? Yeah, well, I got second. Scott from uh, Rare Dagnus, you know, he came with that uh, Moonshine Haze or whatever, or no, Ghost Train Haze. He took Ooh. the first. But, you know, I don't care, man. I'm two. I won a second place cup. It just made sense, right? Yeah. I am so. <laughs> well, so you 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 um you grew you won second place with what the lemon G. Yeah, electric lemon G. Lemon it was G? awesome, man. It was so terpy. Like it was like it was probably like one of the best batches of that I ever turned out. Talk a little bit about the lemon G for for those who are listening. So in. lemon G is an Ohio strain. Um, I got some people who want to argue it, but it's definitely G13 based. I have been growing this G13 cut for like 24 years. And I've done multiple things with it. <clears throat> and uh, anytime I do work back into the lemon, I get uh, that G out of it, you know? It gets more funky and like fruity, you know what I mean? Real larvae plant, ugly weed, not no bag appeal <laughs> at all until you smell it. And then you're just like, what the hell? And it's such a sativa that my ex-girlfriend, Corey, used to complain that she would get restless leg syndrome, so she wouldn't smoke it. Um, super crisp, up high, makes the most ridiculous concentrates. Uh, like a half pound of it looks like a pound of weed. Yeah. You know? Because it's so big and fluffy. But just greasy and, like, foodie with, like, a real bunch of, uh, like, limonene on it, man, and, like, some... It's got a bunch, of it, a bit more mercy in it too than you think. I had it, I threw it through the lab and I was really, really surprised by the amount of mercy. And I figured, you know, with that amount, it would have put you down. But um, also, uh, I'm going to throw this out there. I've been using uh, my buddy Matt, who used to own Solus Tech, but now he's on his own. He makes this stuff called Terp Tonics, and it's like a terpene for your plant, and you feed it to the plants, and your terpenes explode like. I don't know, five to tenfold what they're supposed to be. Huh. So when I put that on that lemon, man, that shit just went ape shit. Like, it was like slimy weed, you know? What? And that was after the couple, or how you want it? Yeah, so I was uh, beta testing this stuff for those guys for a little while. And then this is recently, more recently, that I started 
I guess it was back, it was a couple of years ago, though, man, that I, I used it. But, uh, I mean, I, at first I was like, this isn't going to work. So I tested it, and, man, I just, it blew the turps out of the water on that. Like, the plant got slimier. Because huh. uh, that's a weird plant. It doesn't, you know, some plants have, like, uh, real dry, hashy trichomes, and some are just, like, gooey, ooey, ooey. It was a gooey one. So, and then, uh, so I got back from the cup, and I had to make seeds. Uh, for Adam and I used a Northern Lemon Lemon Northern Lights number 5 pollen from this dude the Pollywog who I used to roll with back in Akron he had like inbred some uh, Northern Lights and then I used that lemon Northern Lemon I got grabbed the lemoniest one and I put that back on the regular lemon so I mean if anything there were some oniony phenos out there from that uh, the Northern Lights because that's what that imparts a weird but that's okay because it's already foodie anyway, you know. Uh, but that was fun, yeah. Um, you can just mail weed to Amsterdam. Don't tell anybody. I guess we're past the statute of limitations, but yeah. You can just mail. Who knew, you know? <laughs> so, did you, what, what, what were you talking about, Northern Lights? Yeah, so when I had to remake the Electric Lemon G, I did it with the... I had a Northern Lights times Lemon uh, G, and then I made Northern Lemon Lemon for the Electric Lemon G's that THC's released, you know? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But I'm going to remake them just because I feel like a dick, and they, they weren't the best seeds because I had a bunch of weird shit going on, so I'm going to probably remake them for those guys, make sure they get, like, a fresh batch so they can start making them again, you know? For sure. Or self it, that'd be kind of cool. I wouldn't mind seeing what happens, what comes out of a... Uh, self-pollinated one that'd be cool so um what what's what's like the funkiest strain that you you're rocking with right now or maybe a couple of strains um in my bag here since i had to rebuild everything um i'm gonna rock okay i got this uh skunk seeds from matt ryan he wants me to because i've also grown oscar goldman's uh, uh vintage afghan so he and uh, there's a there's a debate online in between them that it's the same thing. So I'm gonna evaluate that and I'll, I'll let people know. Uh, so I got those. I'm really stoked about those. I got this Josh Dog. Okay. Um, I really like it. I was gonna put it outside. Um, I got my original G13 that I'm probably gonna do some work with. Uh, got the Super Silver Haze. I started up, man. I'm gonna. I'm not much of a chucker, but I think I want to chuck Super Silver Haze at everything. Cause what doesn't sound better with like. Super Silver, like Super Silver OG. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Super Silver Danger Diesel. I got this Danger Diesel from uh, Matt Ross, and it's uh, Sour Diesel times that Chem de la Chem, which is the Chem D-95 back on itself. Yeah. That's probably going to be just ridiculous. Uh, I got some PCK from Bodhi. It's this uh, Pakistani Citrali Kush. And last year we did a inbreeding on the two most purplest ones we could find because it just turns out like purple and black it's a pretty awesome looking plant uh i'm really looking forward to uh those but nice. super silver pck you know oh and then i got this bag seed from Bodie. it was uh the roadkill skunk he gave it to me into like the emerald cup a couple years ago so he gave me the bud and i smoked it and there was like a bunch of seeds in it 10 of them or something so started those because the bud was really good kind of stoked no doubt. And then Collins OG, like that I got uh, from my buddy Ian. 
It's like Flow, Sour D, Chemdog, and G13. Or no, I'm sorry, OG Kush, my bad. But that's going to be fun. I don't know. It, it looks nice. I like those four strains. I like a Flow in there, you know? Yeah. And a ton of hemp. A ridiculous amount of hemp. Not, not a ridiculous amount in today's work, you know, but I'm going to do some test pilot stuff, so when I go into breeding in the fall, um, you know, see pull phenos and get tested and all kinds of shit, you know. Living the dream. Well, sort of. <laughs> I mean, you know. I mean, it's going. It's part of the dream. I'm not telling you that this is your entire dream. <laughs> no, no, but like, uh, man, I've been, so now I'm like this USDA's, like, phytosanitization certified, blah, I can get these certificates to send these seeds all over the world. And it's like, uh. Man, if I hadn't had the, it's been such a pain in the ass just trying to secure a seed vendor for all these people that want seeds, you know? Like, all these people are like, yeah, I got so many seeds, it's ridiculous. And then you're like, okay, let me get all the COAs and let me get all the paperwork from them, you know? And then it's like, boop, you know, like, what the hell? You people, get it together. So next year, I'm just going to sell my own seed. That's the plan. Because people will buy my seed, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, man, people like you. Just do your thing, and we will support. But yeah, so uh, what are you? What are you rocking? Um, I got this dosey dough, and about to give it to the homie. Hold on to it because I'm shutting my garden down for a second. And um, well, not fully. I still got some <clears throat> some uh, these hemp strains that I'm holding on to, and. Um, I have some really nice seeds, so for a minute nice. I'm just I'm just so busy that you know I love giving my all to everything that I do, and I do love to grow. Um, it's really a, awesome, a a great part of my daily routine, though I need to I ha- I have some uh, some work to do before I'm gonna put myself back into that, and I feel like I have. Um, you know, some good, some good people around me, so that I, you know, everything's gonna, you know, stay in the in the in the, in the way that I'm still gonna be able to help people when people yeah. come to me for oil. You know, I'm looking forward to my next round of weed. I'm gonna put my all into it. I haven't done that in a while. It's gonna be good. Oh, I got the cream too. That's Charlotte's mom. Nice. That's. Uh, hopefully that's the funkiest thing in my garden, man. I have never done it outside. I'm gonna put one outside in a hundred gallon. It's gonna be fantastic. That that fruit punch or the dog punch. Remember that? That was good. Oh man, that fruit punch was awesome. That was, and now everybody's rocking that punch, man. I, I'm kind of upset I lost that. I got that. It was a seed in my pocket. I got from a buddy on my way moving out here. It was crazy. <laughs> Mike, but yeah, my buddy Mike. Uh, but yeah, man. So. I see you came up with a couple more, uh, what do you got, like some elderberry syrup with CBD in it now? Yes, sir. Yeah, there's a nurse that I work with. She got my oil from a doctor that carries it in South Carolina. And she also makes elderberry syrup. And so, you know, after working together for some time, I was just, I, I she offers it with honey and without honey. <clears throat> so... We just infused the honey, and it's really a beautiful, she makes a really beautiful product, so, yeah, that's at gorillahealer.org. 
Nice. I won't go pimping my products. I'm... <laughs> well, it's you all asked good. about it. I, I generally don't even really talk about, you know, my stuff on the show, which some people tell me, you know, that I, quote-unquote, should do it more, though I don't shit on myself, you know? Well, you're your best sponsor, in all honesty. Yeah, but build the soil sponsor in the show... And if people want to look into what I do, then they will. And this show is just about education. It's not really about solicitation, you know? Oh, man. If anybody... Uh, dude, fresh veggies. I can only imagine, like... I can only imagine them... If, I hope Jeremy's listening. I can only imagine the vegetables that he's going to turn out. Like, I kind of want to work out something where he sends me boxes a, a week, you know what I mean? Just go ahead and send me vegetables, man. <laughs> Because I can only imagine, man, they'll be all teed up and, like, super uh, good for you. And, high you know? High bricks veggies. Yeah, like, super healthy, but, you know? <clears throat> that's where it's at, you know? A lot of people aren't understanding the fact that we're getting food that's devalued in nutrients. And a lot of the uh, It looks good, though, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> you know, a lot of the food is being grown hydroponically, and so it's not getting the same minerals from the soils. And at the same time, a lot of the genetics that are being used are not necessarily uh, nutrient-rich. But yeah, it looks it looks like some really beefy broccoli, or some 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 good uh, some good veggies though. Um, and it's tough to even trust what's organic these days. You got to know your farmer or know what you know. Trust the source that you're getting it from that they're qualifying to the utmost. You know. Yeah, I, I want to grow. I gotta get some veggie seeds out here. Uh, I'm going to put up a couple more beds. They moved all my soil since I'm on that Ambessa thing. But uh, I think that he and him and Jeremy have been talking. Now, that would be a match made in heaven right there. Well, they're working with uh, Blue Dog. Yeah, and I mean, dude, you're killing it. What uh oh, man, Blue you Dog, know? Blue Dog Hemp Farm is, is, is crushing it. I went out there, they and... Uh, Shot some footage for a music video that I'm working on. Shout out to Blue Dog and Canapoo. They're definitely. It's uh, probably like one of the most legit hemp farms I would think going on right now in the world. I mean, you know, there's some big farms out there. They're not the biggest, though. They are. Official. But that's the most. Le- it's so legit. I ran through it's their fields. Well. They're definitely. They're definitely official, and it was a. It's a beautiful thing that they got going on, and they just grew even more they grew even bigger you know they had a, they had 170 acres last year and now they have more so but they murdered the last year like it was just put down so well you only had to do it once and I'm sure the you know yeah, you only have to impress your investors think, once right it, absolutely like, hey guys check this out like yeah. holy shit now they're getting all their toys and getting their greenhouses and everything in order they they, they grew so much greenhouses when you grow a million pounds of hemp and you're capable of selling it for fifty to a hundred dollars a pound, you're gonna end up with, hey, let's do something else now. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, we got money. What else are we gonna do now? Eh? We're gonna grow the company. We're gonna buy tractors. We're gonna build greenhouses. We're gonna, you know, buy more land. We're gonna, you know, work with the farms around us and say, hey, look what we just did. You want to do this? Let us do that here and give us a percentage. Boom, you know. We'll broker it all. Hey. It's awesome. CBD will just be dropping in price ever so. I'm sure like this next next fall it's going to be nuts. 
It's going to be dropping or going up. I, I, I like the fact that there are, um, you know, more brands, though I don't like the fact that there's so much BS out there. I personally, you know, this is America, so everybody should have the ability to do what they want to do. When I was five years or seven years old, I wanted to sell baseball cards on the beach, and I did it. I don't want anybody to tell me not to do that, you know. So if you want to start your own company, cool, you know. I obviously do things that I do certain ways. You do things that you do certain ways, and and everybody, you know, a lot of people are just shopping based off of the wrapper, the product, you know, that like how the the package basically. How does it look? What does it look like? And it's always stimulated when we look at it. And or how have we heard about it? Those are kind of the two ways that I think that. Um, and then the the other way is a little um, is we'll give more focus to is reading the ingredients and checking out who you're really supporting and what is supporting you if you're gonna buy it and then put it in you. You know. Yeah. No, I agree. So anyway, um, so yeah, you you were talking about the cream. Do you, uh, I don't know, I, I don't really feel called to expand on the Charlotte's Web story, do you? No, I don't want to do that. Yeah, it's not. But it's Charlotte's mom, it was, uh, an old Ohio, it was Ohio cream, I think it's Super Silver Haze times Jack Herrera, something along those lines. It doesn't operate like a sativa all the way out. It is just something else, man. It's a, it, it, it's in a class of its own and weird flavors and smells you know what I mean it's raunchy kind of the cream the cream yeah not like the cream other people use though and it's gotta be it's the cream like the Wu-Tang cream you know what I mean cause that's my guy from Wu-Tang <laughs> no Wu-Tang is a friend of mine not the band or the you know the rap group now you're talking about Chris Wu yeah 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 I gotta call him and tell him he, he basically got hemp legalized like yeah man it's your fault I like to call him every once in a while and remind him that like you know kids around the world aren't seizing up because of him and stuff you know just to like throw him some good vibes to the people who are listening that have no idea what you're talking about no so the Charlotte's Web came from my buddy Chris back in Cleveland and he's a he's a ball he's a G for real so uh, I, like I said, I gotta call him like once a year and remind him that he's he's a boss and that you know. So, well, shout out to you, Mr. Yeah, Reed. for real, he's a good dude. You know, yeah, he <clears throat> he checks in and then, and it's good to to know good people who are really putting in that work, and you know, it's it's very often that the originators aren't necessarily given the same credit as what made. Uh, that creation famous, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man, you know, that's old news, though. <laughs> yeah, forget about that. We're on to bigger and better things, and there's so many plants out here. And, uh, you know, I'm grateful. People are still growing the shit out of the woo, though. It's pretty cool. I think, you know? I think that McCombs has it. Yeah, it's, <clears throat> Nick does. Yeah. I gotta actually, I just gotta run into him. Uh, he lives... Yeah, he just uh, moved. Like, I, he want, he's been inviting me out there, too. He's got this farm, actually. And uh, I want to go out there. Yeah, my, my my transmission took a shit, so I'm not driving up that way anytime soon. 
You know, my girl, my uh, girl wants to go to New Mexico, so maybe I'll be able to swing through. Oh, I'm like, literally, you can't go, unless you go down 25, man, you can't pass without passing, like, right by my house. Yeah, but we have to figure out a way to meet up this time. Yeah, I have a, yeah, man, the Verizon was, like, real sketch out here when you came out here. Like, my ex-girlfriend, Christine, came to visit, and uh, uh, she got, she was lost in the same place you were. Because she had Verizon too, it was it was nuts. No, I have AT and T. Really? Back yeah. then? Yeah. Always. Weird. All right. Well, you're the man. For the listeners' appreciation on what goes on here, are you going to uh, take this recording and chop it up uh, Absolutely. to be more streamlined, or are you going to just put it on there like this? Like we're live, live. We're live right now. <clears throat> no. Oh, yeah, everyone is hearing everything. Oh, that's awesome, man. I, I thought you were just, all right, cool. I have a great face for radio. Nice. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to tell you, you're beautiful. So listen, have no fear. And uh, I'm about to go to this show. Uh, you ever hear of Monty Alexander? No, who's that? Bro, check him out. If you are, If you like reggae and you like reggae... That is being jammed to. I don't know. You ever that hear sounds Ernest... like a very odd <clears throat> combo, but I do love reggae, so. You ever hear of Ernest Wranglin? No. Bro, he jams to reggae and like on guitar, and it's so dope. And he often plays with Monty Alexander, who's on piano, and they just wail, bro. It's so dope. Check him out. And when it's all like dubby and stuff? No, they just play ridiculous music on it. Like, ill piano or ill guitar. It's just like jazzy, jazzy, jammy reggae. It's so dope. I'm down. You heard of Matt Freddy's drop? Um, no, but I gotta get listen. going. Dude, everybody is listening. Listen to Matt Freddy's drop. It's like a dubby techno thing from New Zealand. They murder it. They got like a three horn section, sometimes maybe more. And it's really good. I highly recommend it. All right. Thank you. Yeah. I'll All right. I'll out. talk to you soon. My man. You're the man. Yeah, I'll call you here tomorrow about them lights. We'll figure it out. All right, bro. All right, my dude. Love. You've been listening to Farms Not Farms podcast. Shout out to 93.1 FM Boulder. Greenlightradio.com. Subscribe to the Farms Not Farms podcast on iTunes. Shout out to everybody who shares the Farms Not Farms podcast. You help this podcast live. And uh, shout out to uh, your mother, your father for making you. And um, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's a beautiful day when we get to be alive. <clears throat> Big up to buildasoil.com for sponsoring this show. Buildasoil.com is the internet's number one spot for organic soil amendments and so much more. They have so many different products. Go to buildasoil.com, check it out. And uh, we're going to end the show as we normally do. Not that we're normal, and that's all right. Deep breath.
ונאמר.